Welcome back to the Unscrewed Mind. As a follow-up to our YouTube video that we did on manifesting a new self-identity, Rusty and I go a little bit deeper on this podcast episode. I share my experience with going from an outspoken dog hater to a newly minted dog lover. We talk about an excerpt from James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, and we find out who would win in a competition between the old Rusty and the new Rusty. And just in case you're curious, the car that we couldn't figure out the name of was a Triumph Spitfire. So absolutely no V anywhere in that car. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. We're back. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you loud and clear. Loud and clear. Rusty, we just finished recording a YouTube video on how to manifest your new identity. And I want to talk a little bit about how I've done that in my life recently because I think it it fits perfectly. And it's kind Mm -hmm. of fun. You know that I'm not a huge fan of dogs. Never have been. Part of my identity is wrapped up in finding dogs annoying, in uh, being bossy to the dog and trying to control the dog's behavior, uh, basically not wanting to give the dog any attention or give it any love. And I have hung on to that identity for the past three years, probably longer because I gave you a lot of crap about your dogs. <laughs> but I've gotten to the point now where I've changed how I feel about my dog, Juice, and it all stemmed from changing my identity first. I went from thinking in my head that uh, this dog is the worst thing in the universe to telling myself and identifying as a person who loves his dog. And it's funny because the dog has changed the way he thinks about me. Like before he would he would whine at the door when he heard my uh, truck door shut. But now he like freaks out, like almost pees on the floor He's so excited that his old man is about to walk inside the house. Uh, We play constantly. He sleeps in my office. We uh, like he comes out to greet me in the morning and, you know, I give him like a belly rub. Like things have really changed. I'm the same person that was mean to this dog for years. But now that I identify as a dog lover. Things have completely changed. I've manifested a perfect relationship with my dog. And I was telling Carrie this this morning, how you like to do dog voices. Like your dog has a very specific voice. And I was laying in bed with Carrie and I was like, um, uh, even like even rusty, I've been telling rusty about this and rusty goes, but Matt, and this is juice talking, but Matt, I thought we were best friends the entire time, (laughs) you know, because that's how dogs are. But now I'm giving the dog all the love that, he was giving me already. And I feel like this, it's this nice loving environment. So that's my identify as a dog lover rant, but it's funny how me changing my identity first has changed all the habits and the environment around the dog. Whereas if I tried to come at it another way, I don't know that it, it would have worked. Right. Well, everyone knows that I love my dogs because I've got Mm -hmm. these two big pictures on the wall here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, 
I've it's it's a little shocking talking to you about it because it's all uh, you know my expectation is almost not of that you know yeah but at the same time as you become a person because I have had dogs for over thirty years now and I just you know love being around dogs and the, they're always with me and it's crazy because as I got into the spirituality and identity shift and all that kind of stuff is I started noticing that not only do my dogs love me, but other people's dogs love me Uh huh. because they can, I, I really truly believe that dogs can see vibration or they can see something that we're, we're not able to see with our eyes, you know? Right. Um, or maybe they can feel it or I, I don't know what the thing is, but you know, other people's dogs come up to me and they know that I'm going to be comforting to them or, you know, want to see them and that kind of thing. So it's, it's, it's something that's uh, very strange and it's definitely a companion that has been created specifically for us. And it's, it's pretty cool. It really is. Yep. It's very cool. I'm, in preparation for this, I've read I've read a few books on like changing your identity, and a lot of them cer- center around changing habits. And the book that I really enjoyed and I haven't finished, I just keep going back to, is Atomic Habits by James Clear. And in prep for our episode today, one thing that he talks about is before you can change your life or change your habits. You need to start with who you identify as first. And he ha- he has this diagram in the book and um, it's it's basically three circles, one in, like one inside the other. And on the outside is outcomes. On the middle layer is processes and on the inside is identity. And the way we try and solve problems is from an outside in perspective, we start by looking at the outcomes of our life, which is our environment or our relationships. And then we look at the processes that lead to that, the habits that we have. And we try and make a change from that point, almost like we're forcing it. Mm -hmm. But if you start on the inside and before you even try to change any of your outcomes, before you even look at any of your habits, if you change who you identify as and you put yourself in the middle and then you look at, um, Based on this identity, what are my habits going to be? And you just focus on adding one habit of that new identity to your life. And as you do that, all the outcomes on the outer circle change. Mm-hmm. It's a weird way to look at solving problems, but I think it's an easier way to, to force change and solve problems in your life. Because instead of um, you know being a smoker and trying to quit smoking, for instance you identify as someone who does not smoke. So that habit of smoking now seems odd to you or disgusting or whatever it might be. Um, I like, I like that. Like fundamentally there's a lot there. And obviously James does a way better job of talking about it and describing it than I do because he wrote a whole book on it. But can you see, can you see how that would be a different way to approach something in your life? Oh yeah. I think that that's, that's a great way to do it. And another, another thing that I really like to do is look at how 
my perception of how somebody else views my identity. So mm-hmm. I look at, because I feel like you lie to yourself a little bit when you just write down what your identity is, right? Right. Or how you identify. But if you go to, well, how does Matt think about me? And then you start writing those things down. Then you're writing down the true perception of what you think another person thinks of you instead of just focusing on what you think yourself. So do you think you're more honest with yourself because during that interaction, it's not you telling you that it's you thinking about how Matt would tell you that. So you're allowed to be more honest. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is really the other person's perception of you has everything to do with the way that you think about yourself. So Mm -hmm. just like we've talked in other uh, podcasts and other YouTube videos about how if you change the way you think that person's perception of you is, then you're therefore changing the way that they actually act to you. And you can change entire situations, relationships, et cetera, by doing that. Mm -hmm. But you have to be at the core of what you think that that person thinks. Um, right. And it's, and it's the same way that you're talking about with your dog, you know, you've changed the way that you think the dog thinks. And that's, what's really made the change. I identify so much, as a dog lover. That's yeah. So right. ridiculous. But you, but you think that the dog knows that you identify as a dog lover. I, that's the thing what's, too. What's weird is the dog is me. Right. <laughs> right. I'm living that exactly. life at the same time I'm living this one. Yes. So Mm. it's just a, it's just such a great experience to go deeper into thinking about how, how things are instead of being on the surface level and living only in the, the physical world, you know, because the physical world can become draining on you. If you think that that's the only thing that's going on or the only thing that's happening and you just by changing your energy, you change your reality. I, what I think is neat is your physical world is simply a result of habits that have been formed over years and years and years that have turned into paradigms. Yeah. The easiest way to change that is to develop new habits mm-hmm. based on the life that you want to, that you want to lead. Can we, can we get personal? What Maybe. is, or, or no, we can start. <laughs> let's start fun first. Okay. I, I've always wanted like a project car, like a car to, and I'm, I'm not a mechanic. That's something I, I identify as not a mechanic, but I've always wanted like a, an extra car, like just, just tool around in like your, your dad has whatever that convertible was in his, in his garage. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, I can't remember. Either. Like the super dangerous, it starts with a V. I just can't think of it. The car. I want, huh? The car starts with a V. Yeah, I think it does. Maybe was it, it a Sprite? Or was it MG? It doesn't matter. Never mind. Like I lost my train of thought trying to think about it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here is, here's my point. Mm -hmm. What can, like I've, I've visualized driving a fun car. I've been doing it for a while. I know how it feels. I see it in my garage. I back it out. I drive down the road in it. it. Sounds great. What's a habit that I can implement into my life that someone who has a car like that would have? Do I just need to get up 
and like go drive around on Saturday for no reason because I have nowhere to be? Like what what can I implement to start identifying as a person who has that additional set of wheels that's just a fun car? You know, I would say you said that you know how it feels to drive it. Well, I've, I imagine that right. I know so, how it feels. So the good news is, is you have the ability to actually go drive a car that's similar to that to get the feeling of it exactly how it would be. Uh. And, and that's why it's so important to surround yourself with the things that you truly want and to go look at things that you may not think that you can have right now. But when you go look at them, you can understand the feeling of having it so much easier. Mm-hmm. So shopping for houses, shopping for cars, all those kind of things are things that set you up and it will start bringing in more of those cars. You'll see more of them. I mean, we've talked about this so much. And what made me think about it was, is uh, Blake wants a boat and um She's never been on a boat. Never. Never? What? I mean, I can't think of the situation where she's been on a boat. Wow. So, or if, oh, she was on a boat, but it's been quite some time. Like she was like three or four years old, right? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I was thinking, because she was talking about visualizing it, and I was like, well, we should probably go get on a boat so you would be easier for you to visualize it because you'll know the feeling of Mm -hmm. being on the boat, even if it's not the boat that you want, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I, I think that, uh, so I should go test drive a car. Heck yeah. I've been looking at uh, C five and C six Corvettes Mm -hmm. because they're not expensive. And on my way to the gym, I drive by a car lot and they've got some, Obviously, they put some flashy cars up front, and there's a yellow C6 just sitting there. And I've thought a couple times, I should go in there and, you know, see if it's an automatic. Because if yeah. it's a man, or no, yeah, if it's an automatic, I don't want it. Absolutely. Mm. But if it's a manual, then it's got a shot. So I don't know. Like the whole, I, it, I don't it, like the car buying experience. That's another thing yeah. that I identify with is someone who doesn't enjoy buying cars. I don't know if I want to put myself through that. Well, the best news is, is you have the perfect example of how to change your identity to become somebody that loves to buy cars as as simple as changing the way that you thought about the dog. I mean, it really is. And, but how much harder does that sound to change than changing the way that you treat the dog? It's, it's like, that is one of the best limitations examples i've heard in a while and you set them up perfectly thank you Mm, yep i know i'm just i i identify as someone that can build limitations pretty easily i mean the thing is you know i think that i mean you've known me for quite some time and what is it uh 12 12 years or so at this point Uh, yeah close and and so one thing about me is, is I've always been very like monitoring of everything, right? 
I'm always thinking about what everybody else is thinking and all that kind of stuff. That used to plague my mind like 24-7. I'm thinking about what this person's thinking, what that person's thinking, you know, what situation, like all over the place. And I've talked to other people and they're just like, "What? Are, why do you do that? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I mean, like Lindsay's like, I, nobody thinks about that, Rusty. Why? What, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so it's, it's crazy how much less I do that now. And it was just such a hardened part of my identity, but I've shifted that energy onto this, mm-hmm. the law of attraction, spirituality, and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just taking in new information all the time and changing the way that I view or think or uh, thought about something in the past or currently, and I'll start making small changes to my thought patterns to see, you know, to get into a different feeling or a different state of being. And it's, I think that I overcomplicated. I really do because, Oh, Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. So that example for me was really good because the dog thing was so easy to do. And the car is not only as easy, it may be easier because it's an inanimate object. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's, that, that was just good for me. So thank you, Matt. Yep. Yep. I will tell this before we wrap up. I read something about like, uh, we talked about manifestation blocks earlier in the week mm-hmm. and there is such a thing as a manic manifester. Oh, that's me. Where you, <laughs> Like you got like where, you know, crystals do such and such and the planets are aligning. And if you think a thought, you might manifest the wrong thing. And, uh, you know, everything's you pushed out and you just have all the fundamentally you have all these things that are kind of clouding what should be a fun, fruitful, enjoyable experience. And I do, I do think you're like, sometimes I, you're in so deep, you know, like it, right. just, just take a deep breath and feel <laughs> positive. And I don't know how to, how to get you to that point. And I don't yeah. think it's necessarily something that we would want to rush, but when it all clicks and you, you let go of some of like the, some of the stuff and you just kind of, well, it's, you know, it's take probably, a deep breath. It's going to be awesome. You know, I, I don't identify as someone that's competitive. Um, like I, like I was, but, you know, in, internally I want to be as good as I can be for me, you know? Yeah. And so I'm not competing with other people, but I want to deliver great information that will help people. And I want to be constantly learning about it, talking about it, thinking about it. And when you live something and you become something, then you're, you know, that's your identity. Right. And so, yeah, that's what, that's why I'm so focused on it. And I know, I know that I'm a a lot all over the place with it sometimes and um, talking about it and just, it's a lot, I know. So I I agree with you. And um, I, I, I think that there's a degree of enjoyment there, which is kind of weird, but the the main thing is, is live in the now and enjoy every moment of now and you 
don't, you really don't have to worry about what's coming if you are intentionally set on the things that you want. And it's just shouldn't be a part of your worry. You should just go. No, it's coming. And if we, if we set up a competition between the old you and the new you, Rusty, the new one wins every time. Oh, right. Every That's time. so true. That is so Undefeated. true. Undefeated. And the thing is, is the new Matt is not, I mean, like I can't even see the old Matt. Oh. I don't even know what the old Matt is, you know? It's the beard. And it's, it's truly incredible to see my personal reality changing and the people that are in it changing at the same time and just new meet, new meeting of new people is the same same situation and being able to talk to new people about this information is just incredible thank you for listening to this episode of the unscrewed mind now if you heard something that you know someone else needs to hear share the show if something in this episode gave you an aha moment, give us a review. And if you haven't been to our YouTube, our Instagram, or our TikTok account, check us out. We are everywhere at The Unscrewed Mind. Now, go out and do something great today.